Hey, this is Road Time. I'm Bryce Hansen, and I'm your host of this little shindig. I spend a lot of time on the road, and, well, I have a lot of conversations with myself. This happens to you too, right? Now, here, take a listen. Good morning, good afternoon, or good night, wherever. However, you're listening right now. I really, really appreciate it. And I mean that from deep down, way deep down in the bottom of my heart. Thank you very much. Today, I am talking about a a form of communication we are all super familiar with but that needs some attention and fine-tuning, at least for me, which makes sense because I'm the one talking, and they're my thoughts. Texting. Texting. Because it holds a predominant place in the world, and just because it holds a predominant place and is super common doesn't mean that there don't need to be changes to it. Change number one that I am extremely interested in is going back to reducing the use of LOL unless you legitimately laugh out loud. If I see LOL, my expectation is that whilst you were reading my text, you went ha 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 ha. And not the way you texted either because LOL and the ha ha or the ha 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 fall in the same category to me. You need to have laughed to type that out to me. What LOL has quickly become is a buzzword or buzz three letters letting the other person know that you are in a good mood, that you are not mad at them, or that you are fine with whatever the situation is. Which to me, all three of those are not necessary. Just text what you mean and mean what you text, right? I mean, they say, say what you mean, mean what you say. Well, text what you mean and mean what you text. And you don't need a little fine print LOL disclaimer in there either. Because if you have an issue with someone via text, pretty, pretty please don't do the passive aggressive dance. And if you are texting with someone and notice that you are, you just ain't getting LOL love anymore. I have a novel idea for you. You can ask them if they are okay. Or you can enact a phenomenal negotiation technique that I learned from, oh, what is his name? Chris Voss, former FBI hostage negotiator, now master business negotiating trainer. It's called labeling. And yes, it's used to diffuse a situation, but it can also be super helpful here. It seems like you are annoyed with me right now. 
whatever it is you think the other person might be feeling, you just put that label on it and then give them a chance to respond. It seems like you are annoyed with me right now. Is there something I have done or haven't done to make you feel this way? Boom shakalaka, you're getting an answer back for that because they either acknowledge that they're annoyed with you or maybe they're having a garbage truck day. And by that I mean the stress and bullshit that piles up in their garbage truck every day, it's finally just ready to spill out. And sorry, darling, you're the landfill today. But at least you'll know it. At the same time, if you are annoyed with something, just let the person know. Don't drop a little LOL to make it all feel better. You can let them know you're annoyed, you're frustrated, you're upset. You can even tell them that it's not anything personal. You're just having a bad week. Or I just feel behind the eight ball this week. You know, no, I don't want to meet you for drinks tonight because this is going to be the only hour and a half I have to myself. Right? There's That one works perfect. Really appreciate the offer. This has turned into a week where I have not had the quiet time that I need for myself. Tonight is going to be the only hour and a half I have and I do need some me time. I really appreciate the offer and can't wait to do it some other time. Instead of, I got to sit this one out. I feel like I'm going crazy, LOL. If you laugh out loud because you think you're going crazy, I think you are a psychopath. Like the Joker. Characters in movies like the Joker laugh when they're going crazy. It's because you are going crazy and you're nuts. And if you are laughing out loud at yourself, explaining to someone why you can't do something, then you need a break. That alone is, I got to... I just got to check in, take a break. And if it's even more uncomfortable, you can do what I do, and that's just pick up the phone and call. Because even though I am, you know, very young and have had a phone in my hand for a very long time texting... Um, I can't stand long text messages. If I have to send one, or if I'm sending a text message that winds up hitting, I would say, five sentences, um, I will get very frustrated. Similar in fashion to the way you get road rage if you're stuck behind another vehicle. I feel like my fifth sentence, I am now stuck behind a vehicle and I'm late for an appointment. I get that level of frustration. I will abort the text and call the person. A, uh, that text is taking way too long. B, uh, I have so many typos and autocorrect uh, really pisses me off. And I'm tired of arguing with my phone about what I want to say. My phone is trying to tell me, the human, what I'm trying to say. And yes, there is human error. But listen up, phone. Maybe I am trying to spell something different for comedic effect. Please stop telling me what to spell and please let me swear 
if I want to swear because it is perfect for emphasis or once again for comedic effect. Different conversation for a different day. My damn phone trying to tell me what I want to say. Anyway, I'll pick up the phone and call. Now I know for some people the long text works perfect because some people express themselves much better in the written word than in speaking. I am not one of those individuals at all. I do much better with talking, with speaking. Perfect example actually happened this morning. My lovely wife, Jessica, asked me if I could write a note to Carson, my son's teacher, asking that she just, you know, make sure that he drinks a little more water during the day. We noticed last night he seemed pretty dehydrated. He just doesn't drink enough during the day. Now, we are not looking for a water monitor. We are not looking for a babysitter because this is not daycare. This is school. However, we just want, you know, some of that, you know, little check-ins every once in a while. Hey, Carson, you know, have you had anything to drink? Yada, yada, yada. Just to help him start and form a new and better and healthier habit. So I grab out a sheet of paper and I write down the teacher's name, the date, and I get as far as dear Mrs. So-and-so. And then I realize that my written word is going to be an absolute dumpster fire. They, I can already feel it coming, which this happens to me. I can already feel it coming that I just am not going to explain it well. It's not going to be clear. I'm going to be trying to sound like too many different things. Instead of just talking where I can sound how I need to sound. I don't know if this makes sense. Like I'm going to try to sound like a caring parent who is also respectful of all the duties and obligations of a teacher while also monitor grammar because yes, I am writing to a teacher and deep down inside, I feel like as a parent, I should be writing well to a teacher. Maybe that goes way back into my past in terms of caring a lot about the grades that I got. And so it feels like this three sentence note will be graded by the teacher. Whatever the reason, I suddenly start the feeling that this is going to be a word vomit similar to the way that you just write a whole bunch of words down when you weren't sure about the right answer for a test and if you had to do a written word test in high school or college or for a state exam, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You can kind of half remember some of the ideas the question is asking about or you at least know the topic that the question is under from whatever you worked on with class and so all you do is take out your pen or number two pencil, Ticonderoga all the way, mechanical pencils break way too much and you just puke out a paragraph onto the page with all these different buzzwords and hoping that you will get some of it right or if in your mind you write eloquently enough, you will get full marks. Well, here's the news for you. More than likely, you are not a poet. You are not the great Uncle Walt Whitman. You do not have the, the way with words of a Charles Dickens. So all of a sudden, you look down at the paper, and there are just commas everywhere, and lots of synonyms, and lots 
of introductory phrases at beginning of sentences and what you have just created is awful. Well, that's what it was going to feel like for me getting this damn thing onto the page. So I have to now, proud of this, I wasn't stubborn, I raised the white flag and I asked Jessica for some help. I said, this isn't going to go well. You, she knows exactly what I'm talking about because she's read some of the things and straight up asked me, what the hell are you saying? And why are you so awkward? Direct quotes. Why are you so awkward? Um, don't worry. She's extremely supportive. Um, that's just a good sign of when I'm not good at something. And so I let her do it. And in uh, while she was on her way upstairs to brush her teeth, she took out the pen and in three sentences and 20 seconds wrote something perfect, clear, neat, and concise. And that was that. So anyway, if it's long enough, or if I need to, I will pick up the phone and call. Or if I'm just not sure how to read what you are writing, I'm going to pick up the phone and call you. And there's nothing wrong with that. Just again, just label yourself, throw yourself under the bus. Hey, listen, Diane, this might just be me. I'm reading these texts and it sounds like you are upset or annoyed. So you can't read te- you can't read tone and text. Just want to make sure I'm understanding how you're feeling. Boom, slam, bam. Thank you, ma'am. 60 seconds and you're done. That's all. So with these texts, just be careful what box you fall into. And it's not a knock against you to clarify how or what or whatever that is someone else is feeling. And please, please watch the LOLs, the LMAOs or the ha ha or the ha 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 ha. Especially in like the series where it goes three texts in a row. I know. LOL. He's so weird. Ha ha ha. I feel awkward. LMAO. What? What are you doing? What are you doing? What? What? What are you doing? I think that's... um, Oh yeah, if you need a little extra break and a little laugh and you do appreciate some Shakespeare... That's a gay best friend. It's on YouTube. Super funny. They do a couple of them like Romeo and Juliet and a couple others. But what are you doing? What, what, what are you doing? Come on. Just man up or woman up. Text what you mean. Mean what you text. And if you can't do that, a.k.a. me, uh, pick up the phone and call. Who are you going to call? Not Ghostbusters. The person you're texting so they actually know how you feel and you know how they actually feel. Anyway, those are my two cents on some texting things. Uh, You know, use it and do it if you want. If you love the way you text, then keep doing that. Whatever works for you. But just a heads up, if you wind up texting me that way, you'll probably get a call. Anyway, thanks a bunch for listening. 
I really appreciate you. Go crush your day. Peace.